Hi, I'm KS Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdberg Podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with R.W. Nunley, the creator and illustrator of the comic series Cosmo Natalia, here to promote issue one currently on Kickstarter. Welcome, R.W. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining us here today. But outside my introduction, who is R.W. Nunley in his own words? Uh, so uh, I've been uh, working in, in arts and comics for a long time. I'm a career graphic designer, and uh, I'm the lead 3D artist at the company that I work for. And uh, I got started doing comic books uh, around 2006 or so. And, uh, you know, I, it got started, it got off to a really good start and working for, you know, some medium to large publishers. And, uh, but, uh, you know, in 2009, you know, when the Great Recession came, uh, you know, like, like comics took a hit really hard and I wound up stepping away for a long time. And, uh, you know, like, you know, raising a family, I raised my two boys. And, uh, but now they're, uh, you know, they're, they're grown. My, my youngest just turned 18 a couple of months ago. And uh, so about, about a year ago, I started trying to get back into it because I've got, I got a lot more free time now. Mm-hmm. Well, what is um, the Cosmo Natalia comic series about and what should readers expect for issue one? Uh, so what the first issue is about is uh, it's about a, a Ukrainian born Soviet era cosmonaut who gets sent on a clandestine space mission uh, using, you know, at the time using the Americans lunar module mission as cover. They secretly launch her towards what the planet X that the, the Soviets had recently discovered. And, uh, you know, she was supposed to arrive there after about 20, 28 years, you know, and, and claim the planet, you know, for, for the Soviet motherland. But, um, you know, when she was supposed to arrive, which was 1994, <clears throat> you know, by 1991, the Soviet Union had collapsed and there was nobody there to wake her up. So it's, you know, even decades after that, she's finally woken up when an American spacecraft arrives at the same place. And uh, she has no idea, like, what's gone on in the world or what, you know, what current events look like. So uh, what was the second part of that question? Oh, no, it was just what Cosmo <laughs> Natalia is about and what should readers okay. expect for issue one. So, you know, what uh, what readers should expect is this is, uh, this isn't like, like, you know, that synopsis might have sounded serious but this book is not it's uh it's very silly it's it's a it's a zany comedy and if you like things like uh like like airplane or calvin and Hobbes spaceman spiff or like golden age sci-fi comics like like that's kind of who this book is for um you know there's some serious undertones and themes to it but but by and large this is a just a goofy comedy Uh uh-huh so could you just elaborate a little bit more on your creative process on Cosmo Natalia as a whole from, from just a thought in your head to working on it throughout, you know, however many years you were working on it to now promoting uh-huh. it through Kickstarter? So, so how this all started was, uh, you know, I, I took a long hiatus, you know, away from drawing and away from comics. And, uh, you know, I just focused on my job and my family. But when I started drawing again, which was only like last year, um, I revisited this, this old sketch that I found. And uh, and I started drawing it again, and I was I I draw I drew this astronaut who was like fighting three dinosaurs, and like as I was drawing it, the story just kind of started coming together in my mind, and uh, you know it was just fun to think about. But at the time, I was working with a with a writer named Dean Page, who was uh, I was helping him with his first Kickstarter, which was uh, uh, the Return of Jake Sunrise, and uh, and he and I started talking about it, and uh, it it just kind of immediately blew up into like like yeah we're gonna do we're gonna do this three issues series because it's just too fun to not to not mess with mm-hmm. and uh 
you know, we we just kind of jumped right into it and got off to such a running start that like like I never even finished that that last drawing, that first drawing. You never finished it. <laughs> it's just like to this day, it's just kind of staring at me. But <laughs> you know, but here we are. Like the the first book is it's entirely complete except for you know like the very final edits, and you know we're a week into the Kickstarter and it's going great. Cool, cool, cool. Um, well. What have you noticed that's changed about Cosmo Natalia that you weren't expecting or that you do expect to change um, now that issue one is complete? Like, did the art style change in any way? Did the storylines change? Maybe, you know, you said you worked with Dean, but were there any yeah. other collaborators that you worked with that maybe didn't? Maybe, so yeah, is there is there any changes from when you started to now? Or do you expect any from here on out for the other two issues? I think that I think we're like Dean and I are, are very dialed in and uh, you know, we've got the, the script is largely blocked out already for the next two. Mm -hmm. And and we even knew before doing the first one, we knew where the, the second and third stories were going to go. And uh, it has a, it's a very deliberately open-ended story because we have a lot of ideas about what we could do with this character. Once this planet X arc is finished. So, but as far as changing it, like through the course of it, I mean, you know, like not so much it was uh it was a very clear like ahead of time for both of us like what it was we were trying to set out to do mm -hmm. so yeah so how was the process i guess collaborating with not only dean but you have uh what is it with kimberly and uh -huh. what was the other feed already Fahid. yeah yeah so how yeah. I mean, how was it how was it working with them like how did you find them and how did you know they were the right people to work with so uh hafid is uh he does the flats you know which is you know the step right before the colors mm -hmm. and uh <clears throat> i was originally i was going to draw in colorless uh, like all by myself but it you know it was, it, it's a really time consuming to t try to take on all that work you know and i found out pretty quickly that i like i would really rather be working with the team and dean page had been working with hafid for a long time he'd hired him from a, a number of projects and uh so, you know, it, it seemed like a no-brainer to get him on board. And, uh, and then, you know, we had to go look for a colorist. And uh, we, we searched through a bunch of, uh, you know, like community groups. And we wound up, we wound up uh, hooking up with her on a, on a Facebook group. And, uh, you know, when you, when you put a call out for colorists and, you know, and, uh, you're, and you're paying for a colorist, you just, you just get a flood, right? And everybody wants to work. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, we had... <clears throat> For all these people that that submitted to to me and you know and emailed me and messaged me you know for the people that whose styles i thought matched the best you know i offered a, i offered about a dozen people like a test page to color and uh you know with with almost no instructions it was just kind of like 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 color this and let's see what kind of choices you make and whether it's going to jive with us or not and uh <clears throat> unfortunately there's only about three people actually returned the test page and uh and and kimberly's was uh by far the most unique you know it really stood out the most and uh and she's been great to work with and her colors are her colors are amazing you know and you know people are people would just gush to me about them and i love them and so i'm, I'm really glad she's on board uh -huh. so i guess what aspect of making comics do you believe never gets easier or you hope will will you hope will as you continue to make them I think that uh, for anybody who's ever like started to create their own comic or created their own comic, it's when you get started, 
uh, you're kind of obsessed with the idea of having made the comic and then you start working on it and you realize like just how much how much work there really is and then you're yeah. at this kind of stage where you're like like oh god what am I doing you know how am I ever going to get through all this you know but you just kind of you just kind of muddle through and before you know it you're almost done and uh, you know that part's amazing but you know it is just an awful lot of work. Mm-hmm. So what advice could you offer to other creators? You know, it could be someone working in comics. It could be somebody even who wants to get into graphic design. Like you said, you know, you worked as a graphic designer, mm-hmm. worked in 3D, what have you. Like, whatever it may be that you feel like you have advice on that you could offer to others that you wish someone would have told you when you first started in any of those fields. Well, years ago when I got into it, it you know, a lot of people acted like like this was some kind of super exclusive community. And, and uh, there was a lot of gatekeeping going on. And so what surprised me the most was like once I started reaching out to and talking with people in the creator community, just how, how open and supportive people really are. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just quick to give you whatever advice to get you. They'll, they'll hook you up with their marketing guy or, you know, uh, everybody knows everybody. And it's, it's an amazing community. So if you're, if you're trying to do it and you don't know what to do, <clears throat> just like reach out onto like subreddits or Facebook groups or, or whatever into these independent comic comic creator communities and just start talking to people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, everybody's, I mean, there, it's just an amazing group, but I don't, I couldn't say enough good things about them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've haven't, I'm not a comic creator myself, but I speak mostly with comic creators and a lot of people know each other and, um, you know, I've been warned away from certain groups or certain people, and I get recommended certain <laughs> groups, certain people, and, uh-huh. you know, being a, 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 like a writer myself, an author myself, I should say, a lot of rooms that I've gotten into and people that I've connected with is through the comic, indie comic uh, community. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is, it's, it's, it's small, but it's big at the same time, if that makes sense i guess it's small because they're indie it's, but it's, um, it's yeah it's like a it's like a great big small town yeah you know but i mean that's not to say that there aren't like like little groups of, of just toxic toads out there we, we all know they're out there but yeah. <laughs> but by and large i mean it's it's just been a, a great group of people to talk to i mean literally just about everybody that i've met has been awesome mm-hmm. yeah me too but um Outside of working on Cosmo Natalia, how well do you find balance for your life? And how do you typically manage your mental well-being when you become stressed, frustrated, or overwhelmed? Uh oh, I mean, it's a uh, you know, making your comic, making the comic by itself is an immense amount of work. And then running the campaign too is, I mean, it's it's a lot. I and I, you know, we were like laughing at work today. My coworkers noticed that I've I've lost about 10 pounds over over the last couple of months. Oh, wow. And uh you know, and yeah, I mean, we were thinking about it just today. I was like, gosh, you know, I really needed like maybe get some sleep and eat some food once in a while. And hmm. you kind of, uh, you know, like as an artist, you, you kind of have this, this idea anyway, that if you're, if you're not working 22 hours a day, you're not doing enough. And so it's easy to forget that you need to take some time and take care of yourself. And uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make it a point now, just like, like at least two days a week, I just need to just take a vegetation day and sit in front of the TV for a while, mm-hmm. you know, and use a little bit of self-care that way. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, well, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on about Cosmo Natalia that we may have missed as a whole? Maybe discuss rewards for potential baggers? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about the rewards. Um, this is, it's my first campaign, so, uh, and it's also the first book, you know, for this series. So, I mean, unfortunately, there's not as many rewards as I would like, but I think that the ones that we have are, you know, are pretty cool. Um, you know, we've made a, you know, everybody that gets a physical tier in the campaign is going to get, uh, we've made a, a mission patch sticker and, uh, you know, like every bit major mission in space programs, they always have a mission patch. So, you know, we're making that available as a sticker that everybody gets. And, uh, there's also like an embroidered patch that you can buy as an add on and, a, and a challenge coin that I, I think is really cool. <clears throat> so. Yeah, I'm looking at it now and you say this is your first campaign. So. Mm -hmm. It's, it's pretty much funded right now. So when, so when you were first making the campaign and, and creating the goal, what went through your mind when you set that goal? You know, I'm pretty sure it's, it's to pay your collaborators, but pretty much pay them back or mm -hmm. pay them for their work and whatnot. And then, you know, the printing and the marketing and stuff like that. Yeah. But I guess what else went into your mind when you created your pay so that goal? You know, being being my first one, I I, uh, I resigned myself early to the idea that I was I was likely going to lose some money, and so I decided uh, I'm going to decide how much I could actually lose on project number one, and uh, you know, and I kept track uh, very carefully. I actually paid in the, you know out of pocket up front for the colorist and the flatting, and that was uh, that was most of the expense, and uh, so when I set my goal, <clears throat> you know, I thought, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to recover what I've already spent. And then the then the fulfillment costs, I'll I'll eat that if I got to, but hopefully I make more. Mm -hmm. And so I've been pretty lucky in that, like like right now the campaign's on a really good track that you know I'll be able to cover those expenses and cover the cost of fulfillment and maybe even get a head start on number two. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, yeah, for your first campaign, that's that's really remarkable. Yeah, I was blown away at you know the really positive response to it on the first day. I and mean, we got funded within 24 hours. I was I was just on cloud nine about it. Oh, wow. Well, are you attending any cons this year as a vendor? And um, where can people find you online? Well, as a vendor, you know, I, I live in the Midwest and there, there are not a lot of major cons out here. So, you know, we, you know, I'm in Wichita, Kansas. And uh, so like we do have a couple local cons in the fall that I'm going to try to get to. And we're going to try to get out to Planet City, uh, Kansas City Planet Comic Con. Mm -hmm. And I think that's in March. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, in terms of getting out to the bigger cons like out on the East coast, we might save that till next year. And, uh, you know, my social media, I've got to, I'm in the process of building, you know, my own dedicated website, but it's, uh, it's, it's not up and running just yet, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm pretty easy to find all my stuff's public on Facebook and, uh, you know, you can find uh, like Randy underscore Nunley at Instagram. And, uh, I post, you know, regular updates, tell all the art that I'm working on there. Cool. Cool. You know? Mm-hmm. All right, well, again, I want to thank R.W. Nunley, the creator and illustrator of the comic series Cosmo Natalia for joining us here today to promote issue one now live on Kickstarter. Um, as R.W. just said, all of his socials and website, well, the website isn't listed right now, but uh, it will be soon. Um, but it is listed in this episode's details alongside the Kickstarter link for those who are interested in Cosmo Natalia issue one. Again, I'm K.S. Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me.